This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today, we have a fantastic topic for you, and it's actually something near and dear to my heart. It's a better way to think about PTO. And we got two gentlemen on from PTO Genius, uh, Adam and Yuli, and we're going to kind of be bouncing around and thinking about kind of a better way to think about PTO. So, uh, Adam, why don't you start off, and you'll, you'll do the same thing. Introduce yourself, and then also introduce PTO Genius. Yeah, sure. So, you know, William, uh, thanks for having us on. We've uh, listened to the podcast for a while, and it's great to be able to come on as a guest. Um, you know, my background's in corporate finance, where I spent a decade in uh, investment banking, initially as an analyst, and then running sales for an investment fund, and I had a desire uh, to go create jobs, and so the First company I co-founded was in the food and beverage space where we uh, sold the natural sweetener called Stevia uh, before it was FDA approved to you know, large multinationals and retailers like Walmart and Whole Foods and uh, got FDA approval and got distribution for a large company. And uh, we did a great job and thought it was time to exit the business and move on to the next chapter in my life. And a few years after that, I... Uh, I met my counterpart here and, and co-founder, uh, Ulysses, and uh, uh, we, he, we started working on what became the foundation for, uh, uh, for PTO Genius. So that's my background. Awesome. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and uh, for me, I've been uh, a technology founder for 20 years now. Started in fintech, transitioned over to uh, e-commerce by way of uh, machine learning and uh, and and. Uh, like artificial intelligence, and the past ten years have been hyper focused on uh, human resources technologies. So, uh, been been kind of heads down on that. And conversation about two and a half years ago, you know, with Adam uh, around the state of PTO led to you know the creation of PTO Genius, and and, and here we are. And uh, PTO Genius, if we could, in a nutshell, what what are we doing? Yeah, sure. So it's a software platform and uh, we help companies increase productivity and lower employee-related expenses associated with accrued PTO, uh, like turnover, overtime, medical claim, and workers' comp. So we really help companies and their employees reimagine what it is that they can do with their PTO. So for people that cannot take time off, we uh, help them convert maybe some of that accrued PTO into cash to put into different financial vehicles like saving for kids college or paying down student debt or uh, putting into retirement. And for people, we also help promote people getting away so we can uh, proactively nudge times for them to be out of the office that are what we call company friendly or non-disruptive. And uh, from there, help promote them uh, taking trips or staycations to, you know, uh, clear their mind and, uh, and then also helping companies understand, you know, getting better insights into their PTO, you know, who's taking it, who's not, uh, reasons why, if people are you know, putting their dollars to work, what are they putting it towards? And, and then helping quantify uh, how to get more out of the, their PTO program. So help showing how by properly using paid time off, 
uh, can help reduce costs like uh, MLR, time to fill, uh, absenteeism, you know, unscheduled absences, uh, things of that nature. So all things PTO. All things PTO 24-7. So, you know, 100 years ago, I, I ran a business and uh, it was about kind of the early onsets of uh, this unlimited PTO. You know, let's just, you know, let's stop with the, the things that our fathers used and have set an amount of vacation days or sick days or any of that stuff. Just unlimited PTO. And uh, I was a couple of years into it. I realized that people weren't taking off. <laughs> so, so it was, I mean, it was kind of backfiring in a way, you know, cause I thought we, I think we, we thought it was be a benefit, but it turned out to be, you know, kind of, kind of hard because people didn't know was, is this a sick day or do I just want to go to the museum? Like, do I take off? Do I have to talk to people? Like it became a thing. And uh, I wanted to get y'all's take first as we as as we get into this and just what's your take on when you hear unlimited pto what's what's your what's your first take on that well i mean it sounds it sounds like an amazing thing you know conceptually right yeah standpoint of oh wouldn't it be great if i can just kind of manage my own time and be away and and you know i can kind of work in remotely from a you know beautiful destination that that sounds amazing but in practice is where we've had the challenges right Whereas, you know, there's a lot of companies that just aren't built for that, you know, for that type of policy to, to be able, and, and, and partly because it's a misnomer, right? It's, right. there is no such thing as unlimited PTO. If you don't show up to work, you're going to get fired. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry to say it, but it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 so it really comes down to kind of self-managed, you know, PTO. And for you to have a self-managed PTO policy, you've got to have a specific kind of culture. You know, you got to have, uh, have trust in with your employees. They got to trust you where they feel that they can get away and not, you know, be looked at as, you know, you know, the guy that's always getting away. And, and um, so th there's kind of a lot that's required in order to really make one of those programs work well. Um, and, and, and there's just too many companies that are, that are, that are using it that, just simply aren't built for that. So they're trying to manage it in kind of the, the old way, but it's a new thing. And so what happens is that, you know, the employees end up feeling like, gosh, well, it's really a trick. Yeah. You know? And we've had conversations with tons of people and they yeah. tell us that they're like, it sounded good. And, you know, it sounded good at first, you know, they recruited me. It was something that was interesting because a competitor wasn't doing that. And then I show up and I end up taking less time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and also there's guilt. If I'm taking time now, I've, I've got guilt associated. Whereas if I've got four weeks of vacation, there's no guilt. There's, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just taking a vacation. There's no, there's no other things. Let's, let's talk about the way that y'all think about PTO. And I, and I'm, ex I mean, I'm really interested in the way that y'all think about trading PTO for other things. I think you'll have kind of an amazing idea of like, okay, well, you have X number of PTO days. If you don't want to use those days or if you want to use them in a more efficient way, whatever, uh, then, then there's, a, there's a way to then use those. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So, you know, it kind of stems from the concept. I mean, let's look at the last nine months, for example, right? You've got uh, people that have been working their tails off that just 
haven't had a chance to catch your breath and take time off, but yet they're accruing that time. And that's a benefit uh, that they can utilize. So, you know, for some companies, they have this use it or lose it, right? And some companies let you roll over maybe a portion of it. So the idea there is, hey, I, I worked, I earned that time. And so I should be able to do something with that. So if I can't take the time off, well, what if I could put that time, convert it into cash and then put it to work for me in a way that benefits or speaks to me. So, you know, if it can help me reduce my expenses or, or take care of my, my, uh, my child's future or, or, you know, my family or retirement down the road, you know, that opportunity should be available for me if I'm working hard for my company. Right. So that's kind of where it, it the origin of it stems from. I love yeah. that. Ulysses, I, I, technology wise, where should, I mean, if we connect some of these things, where should PTO be connected to? And, and you know, obviously to payroll and, and to benefits and some of that stuff, but should PTO be tied to performance? Like, what would you, if you could have a, a dream of being able to tie PTO to all kinds of different things mm-hmm. in HR, because you've studied HR tech for a while, you, you, you probably have a take on this. What should PTO be tied to? Well, you know, what, what PTO is currently tied to that a lot of times we forget about are kind of two things, right? Compensation and productivity. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we forget about that because it's kind of, you know, grouped under, uh, under like a benefit, right? right? And it tends to be, you know, the benefit that gets forgotten about, you know. You know you'd be surprised how many conversations we've had with, with folks where they, they are in leadership positions and they don't even know how their PTO works, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. You know, we've talked to people that have six figures worth of PTO liability on the books for their organization simply because they just don't take time off ever. So somewhere along the line, that became kind of a bullet point that we talk about uh, that we have at the company. And then once people join the company, it just kind of disappears. So we forget that it's a compensation mechanism. It's a compensation tool when we talk about the comprehensive compensation package, right? Uh, you know, the second thing is directly tying it into productivity, right? We, we, we know that if people are, you know, burnt out, if they're stressed out, if they are not sleeping well because they've got to work double shifts, we know that that affects productivity. And we forget about how PTO can, dr- can improve your productivity and drive, you know, those other things down. So that, that's, that's what we're really trying to do, right? For, for, so there's kind of the company side and then, and then like the employee side, right? And, and we see that there's value on both sides. So, right. yeah. Yeah, you, you're helping with engagement and retention if done well. If PTO is done well by the company and by the employee, then it, then it, it, uh, it, it impacts a lot of different places. I want to get y'all's take and, and both of you as, as, as you can on just PTO strategies that you've seen, clients or otherwise, that you think are just really, really, you know, cutting edge or just a real cool application of PTO? That's a great question. Um, you know, there's a company that we're working with, which we thought has a pretty cool take on it. They, uh, uh, you know, they, they almost force people to take uh, PTO uh, at least every 30 days if they haven't done so. Um, cause their employees are really, uh, they're, 
you know, have a deep belief in the, in, in the company and what they're doing and they're workaholics and the company recognizes that now and says, well, you know, look, we really need to put some guardrails up here to make sure that you know, we avoid burnout. So um, they really encourage people to take time off. We've even seen them for some of their employees who uh, just can't, their can't get their fingers away from the phone or from the computer to actually uh, change all their passwords. And uh, they don't even, they can't even access their devices until the next day or whenever they come back to the office to really force them to, uh, uh, to recharge. Um, and, and we've Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was imagining that your, your time is in, on the investment banking side. I, I would imagine that touches home uh, for you as well. It does. I know. I, I wish we had back <laughs> then what you have now for some companies where, you know, for some of these corporations, they can't even access email or use their devices after a certain time. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that really speaks to how companies are really trying to change their mindset about work-life culture. I love that. I love that. Um, any, uh, I mean, failures is is a tough word. It's really uh, what I what I want to get at it is as we think about PTO, if we if we're doing it this way in three years, we've failed. So, what is that? So, I I, I think, and this ties into your previous into your previous question. I think if we continue to look at it as something that is just dormant, that just kind of exists and we don't consider reimagining it, then we're going to continue to run into the same issues. So one thing that we encourage all the time, whether you're a client of ours or not, and something that we see very few companies do is talk about and have a plan across what happens when people do take time off, right? And, and how in many cases, it ends up being... It, Pretty much PTO stands for pretend, excuse me, for pretend time off in many, <laughs> many cases. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you, you, you go away and your phone doesn't stop buzzing. You got Slack message, te text messages, emails. I mean, all sorts of just, you can't enjoy your time off. So we encourage very much. So we do it, you know, through the software in a you know, very slick way, but at the very least to have a handoff guide where people can say, okay, well, a week leading up to my vacation, I do X, Y, Z. Three days leading up to my vacation, I do X, Y, Z. I meet with a team where I hand off my work. I call clients, let them know that so-and-so is gonna be handling their stuff. Really allow your employees to disconnect, right? And then when they come back, have the same thing where when they're just, they're onboarding once again have conversations, take work back, call clients up. Hey, I'm back. How was everything? How can we approve the process? So on and so forth. That's so incredibly helpful when you think about how impactful taking time off can be, right? To be able to have that process of disconnecting and re-engaging. I've just, I've just quoted you on pretend time off because I think that's genius, <laughs> by the way. You should trademark that. <laughs> that is fantastic. Two two things uh, that are, that come to mind. One is what is the financial? When you look at the books of a company, what's the financial aspects of PTO that maybe in HR or recruiting maybe we don't understand? It's a good question. So you know, uh, there's a, a decent amount of of uh, people out there that are just unaware that uh, that PTO 
is accounted for on a company's balance sheet. And over the course of the year, uh, all that is accrued, you know, gets piled onto that balance sheet. So by the end of the year, you got a really large number that's sitting in your liabilities column. And for companies that uh, allow carryover, that's a, that number continues to grow and is uh, just sitting there uh, as a big, scary number. Um, and, you know, in some states, there's eight states, we call them the elite eight for anyone listening who is a uh, NCAA basketball fan, um, you know, where PTO is considered wages and must be paid out upon time of separation. So for some companies, if you work somewhere for 10, 20 years, the company has to account for that and carry that uh, on their balance sheet that entire time. And when you factor in the cost of inflation, right, a dollar tomorrow is, is more expensive than a dollar today. So it gets really expensive for companies, especially large ones, when you have an enormous amount of employees that, are, that are, have a, a, a lot of PTO that they're carrying. It's funny. We're, I think we're more familiar with technical debt than we are PTO debt in our industry. Like when you talk to somebody, especially on the software side, you can say technical debt and they're like, oh yeah, totally get it. PTO debt, mm, that's a foreign concept, I think for most of the people uh, listening. So I'm glad we actually got into that. Um, use cases that you've seen, and again, you, you went, uh, as we started and you were, you were describing PTO Genius, you talked about the conversion of unused PTO, or maybe maybe not even unused PTO, but PTO into other things. Let's go back to that real quick, because I think that's, you know, uh, as Ulysses said, if we, if, we stayed, if we stay as we are right now and we don't move forward, we stay dormant, you know, then, then we failed. Um, what, are, what are some of the things as practitioners listen to this, what are some of the things that they should be thinking for their employees in ways that they can convert PTO? It's a good question. You know, really a good starting place is who are, who is, who are my employees, right? What is my workforce made of? Is it, you know, what generation are they from? Is it baby boomers? Is it millennials? Because, you know, we've all learned that different generations look at benefits like paid time off differently, right? Some value it more than others and some look at it differently than others. So, say first is trying to understand who your audience is, right? And, and then from there is um, trying to identify what's important to them and, and then look at, you know, what departments, uh, who's, you know, look at who's using paid time off, who's not, right? A lot of times sales is not because they've got pipelines and they're, you know, trying to close deals. Um, but there might be other departments that are really burnt out uh, or maybe there's managers that aren't allowing people to take time off and they're becoming... Uh, uh, you know, really distracted for, from work because of other things going on. So it's say first is take a look at who your, who your organization is made up of. And then from there, you can start to carve out, you know, some things that might be important to your staff, right? So for example, if I have a lot of people that are maybe of a younger generation, well, maybe they have a lot of student loans. But what if we could help them convert maybe uh, two days of their accrued PTO to help pay down some of that student loan debt? And what if we as a company maybe want to take that a step further and, and match paying that down or a portion of that? That is a way for us as an organization to say, hey, we value you as, as a team member here. We understand what you're going through and we want to be there and sit side by side with you to help you through that. And I think that speaks volumes 
if you can do things like that, if your organization um, um, can put practices like that in place, just as an example. What's interesting is, is uh, you know, for HR folks that are listening to this can think about this in, in the ways that you're thinking about it and say, hey, this is going to really help me with engagement and culture and retention and all these other really things. But, you know, financial leaders that listen to this are we thinking about this is just a really good way both to do all those things, but also to get this debt off the books. <laughs> <laughs> right because they, they don't they don't like debt i'm you know i mean there's good debt and bad debt but they they'd rather they'd rather that debt be settled so uh so i i like i like that i like that a lot um so so your most unique so far your most unique and something you've been asked by a client or even a prospect on something that could be done with pto what has that been so far probably i mean you know nothing crazy but um uh one client asked us if we could do uh remittances right they had quite a few people that were remitting back um so they asked us if we could do that the answer was yeah of course we could do that (laughs) um and then another one asked us to do bill pay they wanted to make it real simple to, for, for, for people to use a specific amount. Now, the context there is that they, they didn't want people to use this as like a line of credit. Right. You know? <laughs> because, because, Bought a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, they, they wanted, you know, the ability to a small portion of it, maybe one or two bills, uh, you know, could be taken care of. You know, maybe a credit card could be paid down or, or something like that. So kind of like one or two transactions per year in order to kind of, you know, it was really more, more, you know, for credit cards uh, right. to, to kind of, you know, pay down some, some, you know, some debt so that the employees can get some peace of mind around their finances. So. Well, yeah. I love, I love that. Two, two questions left. One is <laughs> what's y'all's take on PTO, the intersection of PTO and remote work and or gig workers? I mean, if, if anything, it's more important than ever. Right. Because at least before we, we had, you know, the ability to get in your car, you go to an office, you interact with, you know, different people, you, you know, you, 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 you get to do more, right. You, there's more uh, variability in your day. Now, a lot of us are sitting in front of our computers, getting started earlier, you know, going later and, uh, and, and, and risking burnout more than ever before. Um, so just because you're home doesn't mean you're taking time off, right? So we think that, um, you know, if anything, it, it's, 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 you know, that much more important to be able to disconnect, take a break, unwind, see different things and, and really recharge. It's, it's, it's it, what I love about it is it's, it's sold as a benefit, you know, to candidates, you know, unlimited PTO or whatever the PTO policy, it's sold as a benefit and then it's not managed well, typically, by either the employee or the company. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So let's let's fix that. And the last mm-hmm. question that, that I'll ask is, you know, again, in the in the future, if not the near future, what what should we be thinking about PTO? How do we make changes? Like this is, you know, going from one school of thought, if it's unlimited or if it's fixed, or if it carryovers or, or not what would y'all prescribe is the way to think about PTO in the future? 
again, near future uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, something that comes to mind for me is just keep, you know, keep the promise, right? You, you, you said mm-hmm. that, you know, when, when someone, uh, you know, joined your company and they decided to dedicate a portion of their life to help your organization realize gains, right? Because that's, that's kind of what we're doing, right? We're, 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 yeah, sure, you know, there's a paycheck there and everything, but people are, are, are joining your company and taking your journey in order to kind of grow your company. We made them a promise, and that promise is that you're going to get paid this much and you're going to have access to X, Y, and Z, right? And then we make it not purposely difficult, but circumstance becomes difficult, right? Well, let's keep that promise. Let's encourage them. Let's create mechanisms that allows them to, 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 to free themselves uh, from work and to be able to go out, take time, recharge, come back, be more productive, and really add to the bottom line. I love that. I love that. And I love that on both sides. So the, the keep the promise part is the, the kids now employees, now they have a hand in it. They can help manage it. They can see it. They can transfer it, do different things with it, but also the company. It doesn't become one of those things that's off, <laughs> you know, we don't think about. Uh, and if people use it or overuse it or whatever, we, we kind of deal with it. Um, at least as it is right now, we deal with it like, you know, fires, uh, there's a problem. And, uh, this is just a much, a much more proactive way to think about PTO. Y'all, this has been, um, just fantastic because this is a, a topic I've wanted to tackle for quite a while. And so I absolutely appreciate y'all coming on and, uh, and explaining, you know, just a better way for us to think about collectively to think about PTO. Oh, we appreciate it, William. Thank you. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure and, uh, you know, hopefully get a chance to, to do with you again soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks so much, William. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks to everyone listening. And until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.